0: Coming up on today's episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast.
1: My parents actually met in front of the high school in a car accident. My mom hit my dad. No <laughs> way! Yeah. That's no, such I a love great telling story. this story. No, this <laughs> one's a really good no, one. Tell it, tell it. Suzanne Perry, the owner of Dats, emailed me and she's like, We really miss you. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you come work with us again? Mm-hmm. And we found this opportunity and we got to create something and developed this personality for a restaurant, which was kind of unheard of. Years later, I get to meet Pete Vatia over at Red Mesa and, you know, we hit it off and now I'm with Red Mesa. It's just a blessing upon blessing.
2: Coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, you're listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast, the show that's the authority on where to eat in St. Pete. Here are your hosts, Kevin Godby and Lori Brown.
0: Hi, I'm Kevin Godby.
2: And I'm Lori Brown. Thank
3: you for tuning in today.
0: Welcome to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. The podcast that's it when it comes to restaurants and food information in St. Pete.
3: And be sure to check out our website, stpetersburgfoodies.com. There you'll find great information, including restaurant reviews the largest St. Pete happy hour list ever created and kept updated, and information on the newest restaurants in town. We are locals that live in downtown St. Pete, and we've been eating our way through this town for years, so you don't have to, but you should.
0: We have a new episode every Tuesday. Just hit the subscribe button, and you'll get notified when an episode is ready for download. And then you can listen to them anytime you want, like on your morning jog or commute to work.
3: On today's show, our featured guest is Tony Pilaro from the Red Mesa Group.
0: Red Mesa's locations were already alive and thriving in St. Pete. And as the newish marketing director, Tony is helping to breathe even more life into them.
3: Our musical guest today is world traveler and Tampa Bay local Kimmy Tortuga.
0: And we'll be eating Abby's new recipe, BLT Tostadas with Cherry Tomato Confit. We We have have a a great great show, so so stick around. around. How many times have you heard a restaurant say that they have healthy food that actually tastes great? I've heard it a lot. But unfortunately, it's usually one or the other and not both until the Brass Bowl came around. Right. Their food actually is healthy and tastes so darn delicious.
3: So good. They use organic ingredients and responsibly sourced seafood. Brass Bowl offers gluten-free, vegan, and carnivorous options. There truly is something for everyone. You will find imaginative flatbreads, bowls, and tasty delicious small plates with options like fresh roasted seasonal veggies, 24-hour sous-vide hanger steak, house-smoked salmon, and free-range chicken breast.
0: And up front, they have a cold-pressed juice station and separate menu with juice bowls and elixir shots. It's like two open kitchens in one.
3: Brass Bowl Kitchen & Juicery is really on the cutting edge of the fast, casual culture that is enjoying so much fame these days. Go get bowled over by Brass Bowl.
0: Brass Bowl Kitchen and Juicery is located at 656 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete, and you can check them out on the web at brassbowlkitchen.com.
3: Have you been to Pacific Counter? It is one of the newest fast casual concepts located on one of the fastest growing blocks in St. Pete, the 600 block of Central Avenue. They offer build your own bowls, burritos, or salads with a variety of the freshest bases, toppings, and sauces to satisfy anyone's craving and puts you in charge. There are actually 6,432,189 combinations possible. Overwhelmed by Build Your Own? I know that I sometimes am. Well, you can also choose from their counter-creations menu already picked for you. The first couple of times we ate there, that's exactly what I did. Then I decided to get adventurous. For bases, they offer sushi rice, brown rice, noodles, or greens. Sushi rice seems to be the norm, but I'm not a big rice person. So I finally tried the noodles, and to say I fell in love is an understatement. They are actually sweet potato noodles, I found out later. I have no idea how they make them seem like rice noodles. I added fresh tuna and salmon, my choice of toppings and a sauce, which I didn't even need because the bowl was so good without it. I told Kevin I could eat this every day and I would probably lose weight and love it at the same time. If you haven't checked out Pacific Counter, I would highly recommend it. They are open for lunch and dinner, have a variety of unique alcoholic and non-alcoholic drink options, and they have the beloved Dole Whip. Find your fresh at Pacific Counter.
0: Pacific Counter is located at 660 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete. They are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 11 a.m. to midnight on Friday and Saturday. It's that lucky time of month again when we have Abby's monthly recipe segment where we don't just talk about food. We eat the food first. Woohoo! Today, I sometimes drink wine yeah that too <laughs> today we're having blt tostadas with cherry tomato confit yes we and are once again you never disappoint nope thank you so much
4: thank you thank you thank you
0: super tasty and the first time we have a video of the recipe too yes so if you are just listening to the podcast right now on on a podcast app for example Make sure you go to stpetersburgfoodies.com to see the full recipe with some great food porn photos and, this time, video.
4: And a video, which I think readers will find to be very helpful. Anyone making the recipe likes visual. So right. Right. Getting to see what things actually look like while you're making them is mm-hmm. fantastic. So. Absolutely.
0: Yes. So tell us. So. You thought of this when you were on a trip. I'm texting you, you're in Orlando, you're like, I'm in Orlando at a convention, I'm kind of busy right now,
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but
0: what are we gonna eat?
4: <laughs> yeah, no, you were texting me, and I'm in traffic, and I'm like, on my watch, like, Kevin, I gotta respond to Kevin, and I'm talking to my watch, I'm in traffic, and then, you know, I'm at this, you know, work convention, and that night, laying in my, my bed, and the hotel room, and these are just things that go through my head, and I'm like, <laughs> ooh, BLT, with cherry tomato confit as like a taco or tostada. I'm like, "Oh, this sounds great. Got to try it." So, mm-hmm. when I got back that next week, sure enough, we tried it. And I'm like, "Mike, these are so good. We need mm-hmm. to share this with the world. These are amazing." <laughs> yeah. And the the cherry tomato confit, I mean, it's it's delicious. God. Oh, it's so good. And the the olive oil was like gold. We strain it out when we use it. Um when we make the ch- cherry tomato confit and we save it for like a week or so, mm-hmm. and we use it for other things and it's wonderful. And it has um, the vegan cashew queso from Siete right. Foods. Right. The almond flour tortillas. And then the Siete hot sauce as well. Which are unexpectedly fantastic being that they're paleo, gluten-free, vegan, grain-free, dairy-free, soy-free. Yeah. Who would expect that? And right.
0: where did you go shopping for all of your ingredients?
4: <laughs> Obviously, rolling Oats. Rollin' Oats. <laughs> yes.
0: This... Segment is sponsored by Rollin' Oats. We want to thank them for that. And you should go shopping. They are local. Very Organic. Local. Yes. They have all the best stuff. They've been around for how many years, Lori? Oh, God, I don't know. You wrote the ad that's coming up after this segment, and it says that many years So, so after this segment... <laughs> Listen to the ad about Rolling Oats and you'll hear Lori tell you how long they've been around.
3: I think it's 20. Didn't they just have their like that. anniversary? Yeah, they did. Oh, 25th 20, anniversary, 25th. I think. 25th <laughs>
0: anniversary, yes. Okay. I think I saw test. the
3: coffee, yeah. Why are you putting me on the spot like that?
0: <laughs> I swear we're only on our second bottle of (laughs) wine,
4: Between four people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just second glass. Yes.
0: Right.
4: (laughs) But yeah, not only do we use the the vegan products and I do that a lot now, I'm more conscious of that because my brother's girlfriend, hi Casey, um, she is recently vegan. Mm -hmm. And so like Christmas and different holidays and when she's around, I have to be really conscious of my cooking Mm -hmm. and what I'm putting in it. So I've really become accustomed to utilizing vegan products. Yes, there is bacon, but Mm -hmm. The bacon again is um, it's gluten free, nutrient free, humanely raised, all natural, and endorsed by Paleo right. Magazine. So that, it's
0: that means they sweet talk the pigs. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're they, they are, are like, you are you, so pretty.
4: They are today. happy pigs. Yes, <laughs> and that's by uh, the Garrett Valley Farms, which mm-hmm. also is at Rollin' Oats. So mm-hmm. so to, awesome. t- to talk about this recipe, I'm
3: just going to go to Mike because he has had this before and. Abby is making it for us. And he's like, I just can't wait to eat this again. <laughs> so, yeah. give us your thoughts, Mike. So,
5: so uh, yeah, my third time having it. This time we did not have the bean dip from Siete Foods, mm-hmm. um, but that is an optional item. I think uh, we did use that in the video. We
4: correct? did. Mm-hmm. We because we couldn't find the the queso, yeah. but mm-hmm. the bean dip is phenomenal as well. So, if you want mm-hmm. to use the bean dip, do that. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. and Siete Foods does have two different types of cashew queso. They have a spicy, which is kind of a white or a blanco queso. And they have a mild, which is a yellower queso. Mm-hmm. Um, we're using the white, which is the spicy. Not, It's really not that spicy. So. No, it's um, and a
3: little bit of spice. It was really mm. great. Yes. I was
5: yeah. telling Kevin and, and Lori um, that the blanco or the white actually does a, a really great job job of tricking you into thinking it's actually regular queso. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll pick like that up too. at Raw yeah. Notes yeah. Uh, and give it a try.
4: It's our um, evening snack after a few libations and, uh of choice. <laughs> yeah and i and their added chips.
0: the siete hot sauce yes which was very good
4: mm-hmm. and there's four variations of that there's I, I forget all four but that was the original i believe we yeah. had and yeah. so
0: the tostada the way it's put together you know we had fork and knife but mm-hmm. i was having fun trying to cut a piece where i could then pick it up almost like, right, a, like right. a miniature piece of pizza yes and i tried to get everything on there it was, it was fun yes like it was. a little
4: chip and I love those those almond flour tortillas because I feel like they crisp up. I would up. never have known that right? was an almond flour tortilla. Yeah, wow. and they crisp up so they much do. better than like a, a flour or corn tortilla. And how did you crisp them? Just in some um, neutral oil in a skillet. So like mm-hmm. avocado oil, for example, mm-hmm. something with a high smoke point, because mm-hmm. you do cook them at like medium-high heat. And mm-hmm. just throw them in the skillet, you know, a couple minutes on each side to get a little bit golden, let them drain on paper towel, and mm-hmm. they're fantastic. Nice. I
5: will say, if you do want something handheld, you could do this in taco form. Siete Foods does have mm-hmm. a, uh, a hard, crunchy taco yes, now. They have hard um, tacos. And that would hmm. be uh, nice and handheld, easier nice. to eat. I think. And that's you awesome. can
4: also modify the recipe if you don't want to use vegan ingredients. And Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what's great about this recipe. And a lot of the recipes that I try to create, I try to make them so they're adaptable and you mm-hmm. can get creative with yeah, them. Yeah, That's so. funny.
0: That reminded me. I think the first recipe we ever did with you, was it shakshuka? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's funny. Lori just said that we, a couple of years ago. There was uh, the New York Times put out a recipe with that. We probably said this in that episode, but Lori's like, I think we're going to add ground beef to this. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, I am and definitely a carnivore. <laughs> yep. Well, and that's one of those things, just like uh, the the podcast you spoke about with bon Appetit and the top ten cooking rules, and mm-hmm. that's. Rule number one, don't feel like you have to follow the recipe. Cook Great. with your gut. And I am one, uh, an advocate for cooking with all of your senses. Right. Right. Sight, smell, mm-hmm. you know, taste, the whole yeah. nine. A recipe so. is a suggestion. Absolutely. Not a guideline. Yes. Right.
0: So check out stpetersburgfoodies.com for the full recipe on the BLT Tostadas with cherry tomato confit. Thank you so much, Abby. Yes, thank you, thank Abby. Thank you. And Mike. Until and next month. Thanks, Mike, for yes. helping Abby with taste testing. <laughs> yes. Glad to help.
4: <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
0: We'll be right back.
4: St. Pete is
3: all about local, and this year we celebrate a local legend's 25th anniversary. Roland Oates Market and Cafe was founded in July of 94 by Bert Swain and Larry Schwartz. From the beginning, Roll has made a commitment to provide St. Pete customers with the finest quality organic whole foods, nutritional supplements, and body care products at the most reasonable price as possible, and now they have a South Tampa location too. We go there for many items, but they are the only place that we go to buy our raw probiotics and other supplements. They have the best organic whole food selection in town, and on the flip side of that, They also offer a fantastic selection of wines and an unparalleled selection of local craft beer. Rollin' has a cafe open daily, which offers delicious sandwiches, burgers, soups, salads, bowls, wraps, entrees, and fresh-made smoothies, along with a variety of prepared and packaged take-home meals located in the market itself. Do you pride yourself with supporting local businesses? Well, put your money where your mouth is and get on into Rollin' today.
0: Rollin' Oats St. Pete is located at 2842 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Street North, and in South Tampa, you'll find them at 1021 North MacDill Avenue. Check them out on the web at rollin'oats.com. That's
3: R-O-L-L-I-N, oats.com. Okay, Kevin, now it's time for you to answer the Fast Five Foodies questions. Are you ready? Yes. What's your favorite
0: food? everything on the menu at salty j's especially the Toss big blue which is basically a giant hamburger salad with a ton of blue cheese the buffalo chicken salad is really awesome and i love their tacos especially the placido bio tacos and the sweet thai taco also if you like burgers the big tex burger is a nice big monster one just want to shove that whole thing in my face and then the, the big j's loaded sirloin philly you love that one.
3: Yes, I do love that one. It's so good.
0: And Mrs. Salty's favorite massive hot dog. It is huge. It's a freaking half pound, literally as big as your head. Yes. So what's your least favorite food? Anything that's not from Salty J's.
3: Goofhead. What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? Uh, duh. Salt or pepper?
0: salt ej's J's.
3: And can you cook?
0: Yes, but I'm not cooking anymore. I just go to Salty J's now.
3: Salty Jays is on 4th Street North in the 50s, specifically 5625 4th Street North. Let's get salty.
0: Thank you for listening to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. I'm Kevin Godby. And I'm Lori Brown. And today we have the marketing director of Red Mesa Group, which is the Red Mesa Restaurant, Cantina, and Mercado. Mercado? Please welcome Tony Pilaro. Welcome, Tony. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're gonna get into Red Mesa. We're getting into the restaurant stuff more on the second half, like we normally do. So let's learn about you.
1: All right. So um, I'm a true Tampanian. I'm born and raised. Wow. Yeah, I know. I even went to college there. I'm half at cube. University of Tampa. University or US? of Tampa. Really? UT. Yeah, you know was just
3: voted number one. Uh, college in the country.
1: I did see that. Yeah. And I'm very <laughs> proud of going to UT. A lot of people uh, give me some flack for it, but, um, you know, high priced great education great, school. great education, great I, education. I needed one-on-one interaction. So I definitely accredit UT for a lot of uh, my successes. That's great. Yeah.
3: My son's father's actually the uh, head cross country and track coach there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very
0: cool. And tell him what her son Noah said about University of Tampa when he said he may or may not go
3: i don't remember oh, when he, did he, what did he say
0: that where he thought found another place that has a better film program, program yes and he was apologizing to you in advance in, in case he doesn't go to tampa
3: no he was apologizing to me in case he doesn't go to florida oh university of florida i raised him as a gator oh. so my son wants to go to film school and he said mom I just want to tell you in advance that I may have to go to FSU. Oh.
1: (laughs) I was like... School (laughs) politics. I don't get into it. Right, right. Right.
3: But I mean, he has a, f- a full ride at UT if he were
0: to go there. Ooh, I would of,
3: take that because of his his dad. Yeah, but they, uh, I, I from what I understand, they transfer some of that with wherever he decides to go. So oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah.
0: So I digressed.
1: Back to yes, we totally digressed. So I mean, I was interested. So. Born, at,
3: born in Tampa. <laughs> oh yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> born, in Tampa, <laughs> oh, yeah uh, born in Tampa. I'm half Cuban, half Sicilian. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a good mix. Yeah. yeah so a great got mix. a lot of cigar factory uh, history in my, nice. my veins. Oh no way! Cool. Yeah, my grandmother rolled uh, cigars in uh, factories. She was Cuban.
3: Oh, uh, my awesome. mom
1: is born in Cuba uh-huh. and uh, came here in the the fifties. So nice, very cool. Yeah. And
3: so your dad was Sicilian, I presume. Yeah, Sicilian. <laughs> and, yeah, he's
1: actually uh, also Tampanian as well. So um, first I, generation. I usually
3: say tampon. Sorry.
1: Oh no, <laughs> a, a lot of people do. You're not the only one. I <laughs> know. They call you guys burgers, though, right? True. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much like a compliment, though. Yes. That's not
3: <laughs> So, uh, where'd you go to high school?
1: I went to Brandon High. Okay, uh, I kind of grew up in between uh, downtown Tampa, Ebor, and uh, Brandon. I actually made myself go to Brandon. It was a family lineage. We all went there. So, oh, dad, really? mom, wow, um, yeah. So, my parents actually met in front of the high school in a car accident. My mom hit my dad. <laughs> no way (laughs) no i love telling the story no this (laughs) one's a really good one tell it tell it so um my mom was she's gonna hate me for telling this my mom hits my dad Mm -hmm. and it's in front of like do you guys know the brandon area i I do a little bit a little bit there's like a chuck e cheese out there i know the yes (laughs) so that's actually where it happened Uh my mom hit my dad and (laughs) she had her sister in the car and they were going to leave the scene (laughs) And uh, um, her sister had to talk her out of it, and uh, (laughs) she stays Well, they end up going to court over, you know, the accident. Mm -hmm. Um, And my dad goes, you know, I'll actually drop the charges if you go on a date with me. No way. Go go to a wedding. (laughs) And he was in the wedding. He was the best man. Mm -hmm. And um, they got married uh, less than a year later on uh, February 14th
3: wow oh
0: that's cool that's pretty cute that, that that's is so cute that's the opposite of a lot of other relationships that they end in court <laughs> i know they are still married
1: so
3: <laughs> how many years I,
1: oh, that's like good. 45 oh wow that's yeah, a long time so that's cool. a really great story yeah that's i love so that one funny. yeah
0: so what was your first job out of high school
1: or during high in school? in hospitality yeah. um okay. i was an ice cream scooper a place called brewster's ice cream <laughs> oh. um and it was in brandon mm-hmm. and uh it was, I don't know, it was exciting. It was like my first job. I think I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working 15 hours a week and going to school and doing well. And that's it. It was, it was just kind of like four years of my life working in an ice cream shop. And then I decided to wait tables, go to college. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in college.
3: Where were you waiting tables?
1: Mimi's Cafe. Mm-hmm. You I, know can't it? I, do. I can't it's remember <laughs> it. It's in Brandon. It was Brandon, yeah, yeah. And there was another one in Carrollwood, and I worked at both. I've been
3: to the one in Brandon. My sister <laughs> okay. used to live there. It's something
1: oh. else now. It's... um. I, I can't remember, but um, it's changed a lot over the last couple of years. Yes. Uh, Brandon's very different town too. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went to college, went to school for journalism. Mm-hmm. I was going to be a broadcast journalist. <laughs> and that didn't work out very well. Right. And Well, uh, you're doing great here. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I did get some training. Yeah. Uh, worked in an ad agency as an intern. Mm-hmm. Did that for about a year. And I became an accounting executive for HVAC units, and I started talking about air conditioners and heaters. And I can tell you when to get them; I'll, I'll let you know. So whenever you get like a, a pr- good price point, it's usually in the, the springtime. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. <laughs> Those uh, rebates, mm-hmm. and that was the recession. So about two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and mm-hmm. got laid off. A, a bunch of people did because you know there was there were no accounts, there was no money coming right, in.
0: Right.
1: So I decided to. Take a break. I had a nice little severance package, and mm-hmm. um, I had some friends that worked at that agency take me to dinner, and they took me to DATS.
0: Oh, <laughs> and
1: I sat down upstairs on their second floor in Tampa, mm-hmm. ordered the April and Paris sandwich, and said, This place is really cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think I want to wait tables. Mm-hmm. And a couple of days later, I think it was uh, the end of December of 2010, mm-hmm. I applied. Got the job within a couple days. I was hired by their marketing manager at the time. Mm -hmm. And that was my history starting with DATS. Nice. Uh, So we did tables there for about two years. Nice. And then I left, Mm -hmm. went to do uh, work at a, I don't even know how I'm remembering all of this.
6: Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so much. A sports apparel company doing some of their marketing and their branding. Mm -hmm. Did that for about a year. And then Suzanne Perry, the owner of DATS, emailed me. And she's like, we really miss you. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you come work with us again? Mm-hmm. And we found this opportunity and we got to create something and developed this personality for a restaurant, which was kind of unheard of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's outgoing. And I can't take credit for it, but I'm so happy to be part of it.
6: Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I'm
1: very, very blessed to have been there. And years later, I get to meet Pete Vatia over at Red Mesa. And, you know, we hit it off and now I'm with Red Mesa. It, it's just a blessing upon blessing. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's uh, a somewhat of a recent move, just within this year.
1: Yeah, I've been there for only seven months. Okay. Yeah, nice. fairly recent. So how
3: long were you the man- uh, media manager at GATS?
1: Almost five years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. with the time taken off and the years I was doing as a server, mm-hmm. I think I was there a total of on and off about seven and a half years.
3: I'm sure they miss you.
1: I miss them too. They are, they are family. <laughs> yeah. But I love my new family as well. I'm yeah. very, I don't know how it came across it, but... Everyone's so amazing. Yeah,
0: and we actually met you for the first time. At Dats.
1: At at (laughs) DATs. I know. I I I couldn't stay away.
0: When the new St. Pete location opened, it was one of their, I guess, friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: when they did that, um, well, one, I had to be part of it. So I'm very, very close with the owners still. And we worked so hard on getting everything ready for that opening and I was so sad to not see my second Dats open Mm -hmm. that really really that was a sad moment it was exciting though for them and I was so happy to see it Mm -hmm. it turned out beautiful same great menu very cool trendy as always and very forward thinking so uh, I'm very very happy for them and they have another one opening up soon at the convention center I don't know when I don't know those details but that is in the works for them that's pretty cool
0: that is cool which uh, convention center? Tampa. The Tampa Convention Center. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forget that I have to
1: drive
6: over we'll, a bridge every day. We don't <laughs> okay. have one here. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry,
0: it's not, it's I am not knowledgeable about convention centers.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not either because I just I just spewed it out and I was like, oh, I guess everybody knows.
0: <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool though, and and I I like I really like what you said because it's 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 really true. Like you might not think it, like you go into Dats, and I'm not going to think, oh, this restaurant has personality. But you kind of know it anyway. You feel it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you said that, I was like, that's right. It does. It does. And How cool is that?
1: The owners created that. They, they, yeah. they, they, were, they did so much research across the country mm-hmm. before they opened that concept. They knew what they had to do. And I will say Dats is unlike any other restaurant I've ever been to.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I
1: agree.
0: But We are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and get into Red Mesa stuff, because you've been a busy person over there. Busy bee. Busy bee. (laughs) We will be right back.
2: Food lovers, how would you like to get half off of your entrees and adult beverages for you and your guests at many of the area's best local restaurants? Thanks to Club Saver, now you can all day, every day. Club Savers members get half off their entrees and adult beverages at over 50 of the Bay Area's leading eateries and drinkeries. Imagine a juicy steak dinner with all the trimmings, half off. Your favorite seafood dinner, half off. Plus, vegan and gluten-free options are often available. Enjoy drinks? You and your guest will enjoy half off your favorite beer, wine, or cocktail. As a member of Club Saver, you may visit your favorite venues as often as you like, as well as discover new locations where the food is delicious and the price is right. Visit clubsaver.com now for the restaurant list and discover how easy it is to join and start saving money while dining at the area's popular local restaurants. At under $30 a month, the membership pays for itself in one night out. Members love the smartphone ID and the ease of use. Let them know we sent you by using our custom referral code, St. Pete Foodies. Enjoy more, explore more, savor more, clubsaver.com.
0: I love soup and I'm always in search of a great soup. Ramen is just so complex and delicious with layers of complex flavors in its broth. Booyah Ramen is one of my favorite places in downtown St. Pete, so much so that I recently included them on my top five Asian noodle soups list. For their pork belly ramen. Now, Buya's success is not just about the ramen. It's a hip, upbeat environment meant for unwinding and socializing with house crafted cocktails, a large selection of Japanese whiskey, and izakaya, too. Those are small plates of different types of appetizers that are delicious, as well as the ramen. The ambiance of the place, along with the friendliness of the owners and staff, really adds to the character and charm of Buya. And to add to its coolness, the owners are actually opening up four more stores. One in Miami, and three in Berlin, of all places. Yes, Berlin, Germany. How cool is that?
3: Booyah Ramen is located at 911 Central Avenue in downtown St. Pete and is open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Do ya,
4: Booyah?
0: One of our favorite places to go eat in St. Pete is Engine Number no. Nine. They've been a staple in downtown St. Pete coming up on seven years and they are famous for their unique and tasty burger creations. As a matter of fact, they are on the St. Pete foodies list of best burgers in St. Pete. They also made the best hot dogs list, the best chilies, and the best wings in St. Pete. Aside from the food, Engine Number 9 is a great sports bar with lots of TVs, beer, and wine. And you can even get a regular old cheeseburger too, so you can bring your non-adventurous eater friends. Check out Engine Number no. 9 at the corner of MLK and 1st Avenue North in downtown St. Pete. Their burgers can't be beat. Engine, engine nine.
6: Can you get me back on time? We are back. We are back.
0: We are back on the St. Petersburg Foodies podcast with Tony Polaro. The marketing director for Red Mesa. Did they, they say Red Mesa Group? When you want
1: um, we call it Red Mesa Group now. We were, just, you know, it's That's evolving. New. That's mm-hmm. newer. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: good because yeah, because it's, it's three different Red Mesas,
1: and the event space. So and the, and event, the event space, space. right?
0: Red Mesa's been around for a while. The restaurant, the original one, is over 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And then Cantina is, like, a little over 10, I think. Yep. And Mercado, maybe three or four.
1: Mm. Mercado's actually around six years old. I was oh, going to say five or six. The time just goes so fast. It does. So,
0: so six years feels like three it, it
1: is the baby of the group, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: And very well established. But there are new restaurants opening up, like, every five minutes in St. Pete. Oh, I know. was <laughs> so, talking
1: about that earlier today.
0: So we better... Call in Tony Polaro to s- make some changes around here, or, or or spiff things up a bit.
1: I wouldn't say make changes. It's the next era of Red Mesa. Okay. So you know it's been around for over twenty years, but the restaurant group itself has technically been around for thirty ish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it started out as a restaurant called Sea Bar.
0: Right. Um, oh yes, right.
1: So Fourth Street was a restaurant called Sea Bar, and it was all seafood mm-hmm. and owned by the same family. Right. Um, the Vatias, and they're wonderful people. They decided they wanted to. Uh, evolve and grow into something uh, culturally accurate for them, you know, Mm because they have Mexican in their lineage. So they wanted to kind of feed off of that and uh, grow off of their favorite recipes from growing up.
6: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and we did talk about some of this history way back on our episode number six. Right now we're on episode 55. But Chris Fernandez, the executive chef, he's been there since day one, still there. He was on along with Andy J on episode six. So if you want to go back and listen to, to that listeners
1: to the biggest town, check yes. it out
0: in case you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> so fast forward again, back to yeah. the present.
1: Oh, well, they're still here. They're, still here. <laughs> they're amazing. I love working with both of them. Andy is, Uh, our beverage director as well.
0: And
3: he's great at that.
1: He's so good at it. And so our bar program is growing Mm -hmm. and it's special and unique. Mm -hmm. So it's margaritas elevated.
3: Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
1: Our cuisine has always been elevated. So they're just different experiences at each restaurant. So you have something more casual, fun, fast, which is Mercado. Mm -hmm. You have something casual and elevated, which is Cantina. And then you have just elevated, which is fourth street. Mm -hmm. So it's our fourth street store. Very proud of it. And it's getting a new face, right?
0: Yes. Yes. It it's the, was the first one. It's the oldest one. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, the website for a while there was looking like it's been around for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I looked at the new website yesterday. It's redmacerrestaurant.com. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Thank you. You did a great job.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I can't take credit. I do have a very, very talented uh, web developer mm-hmm. and uh, Dash Creative Group in Tampa. Just giving a shout out. But they're fantastic. And they know how to maneuver a great website, great aesthetic and good good SEM mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they they, are, they
0: know how to manage that website yep. for us yeah you can tell if you google Red Mesa restaurant right. yeah <laughs> uh, and the, the menus look great and since it's you know I'm downtown I'm, I, I look out my window at Cantina so that's where I normally end up you're so lucky <laughs> <laughs> but I had the car out yesterday so I'm like I'm going to Red Mesa restaurant because I saw on Facebook that you saw the new sign going up yeah very
1: excited I love nice. the
3: new sign yeah uh, yeah
0: We've been working on that since and I started. Did you guys um, revise the logo a little bit? So, the logo is a completely new logo.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same bird, new position. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and a new font. So, it has mm-hmm. to have that same vibe. Right. We were going for the same vibe, but something new and uh, fresh. Right. Not modern, though. Like, it has to have something that's a little kind of rustic and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Looks like it aged. has some history. Yeah, yeah. history. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to go against the other logos, mm-hmm. you know. They're they're more modern, but they mm-hmm. have a little touch to them that's unique. Right. So we kind of wanted to all have them all vibe together, and that's what we came up with. And we use uh, Elliot over at Spark in Tampa. Mm-hmm. He's been doing all the logos for a long time. Very nice. Yeah.
0: So, do you mind if I talk about my lunch yesterday? Absolutely, please do. <laughs> so I had several things. I started with guacamole. I've never seen. Different types of guacamoles or other ingredients mixed with them like you guys do. I've only seen pretty much your traditional guacamole. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anybody else does this. It seems like it's just you guys. So there are a few different kinds. And then what you can do, you can get a sampler. So perfect. Pick three for the sampler. But there's four on the menu. It's really four. It's like
3: a little guacamole section. You're just going to miss out on one. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, the the regular one. So I I had the one with Mexican chorizo, roasted corn, and queso fresco. Mm. And then blue crab meat and chipotle chilies and adobo and queso fresco. Who wants to guess what my favorite one was? Blue crab meat? <laughs>
3: chorizo.
6: <laughs>
3: no?
0: I thought the chorizo one would be my oh, favorite. Oh, chipotle and Chili. The chipotle stuff. chilies and adobo. Oh, nice. I'm like, and I saved it for last and I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm glad I saved it for last.
6: This food is so Good, Lois.
0: but they were all very good good that, that mean, surprised I, me though i like that everyone's one. so different <laughs> I, but i liked that one the best just a little tiny bit over the chorizo and corn mm-hmm. one. then i got shrimp fundito i tried to the, there are a couple of items that are similar to cantina items so i, I steered away from those yes. on purpose but shrimp fundito that's you know like a queso dip first thing i see is sun-dried tomato i'm like there's gonna be sun-dried tomato in this oh my god it's gonna be awesome feta and monterey jack cheese served with flour tortillas and the feta actually really makes it uh, unique, too, because you wouldn't expect that in there. Gives it a little tang, I guess, mm-hmm. a little, little bit of saltiness. I had the pork tamales. And by the way, the, everything that I've ordered so far that I'm talking about is in the either appetizers or like small plates. None of these are full-on entrees because I wanted to try a lot of stuff. The tamales were awesome pork tamales with uh, chili morita sauce, queso fresco, and pico de gallo. And then I decided to go with the uh, street tacos. Now, with the street tacos, you get two. You pick one meat, and you're going to get two of that one mm. meat, either chicken, brisket, or steak. And I'm like, you know, I always get chicken. I always get steak. I'm doing brisket. Holy heck, man. It was so flavorful. And good. what I, what I really <laughs> loved, the texture. This year, we've learned about textures and how important they are. And it, was, it had both ends of the spectrum. They were crunchy bits in there and then there were the nice moist. Do you know how many nutrients. people don't
1: eat brisket because they don't know what it is? Oh, I love brisket. It's, it, it's like, it blows my mind.
0: One more thing I wanted to talk about too, the, the simple way to say it is rice and beans, but you guys have, it's actually called Congri. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a, I think it's Cuban. So I didn't know
1: what it was until I started. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I didn't know that either. I, 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 don't actually, know what it is. I actually learned this yesterday because I saw that I see con- Congri and I knew it was a rice dish. I got confused. I thought of, in China, they have congee, Mm -hmm. which is like a rice porridge. And I'm like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be, and they normally eat that for breakfast. So that's what I thought of. I'm like, okay, now I got to look up congee, but it's, it said it was a Cuban recipe, but it's rice and beans. And you guys have some chimichurri on top, which gives it this wonderful tanginess.
1: No, it's got a great flavor. So whenever I first saw on the menu... I actually read Corgi. <laughs> I was like, I think we have some typos. That's a different, um, no. that's a different kind of restaurant. Yeah, but no, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's a fan favorite. Probably one of our most reviewed items. Actually, at Fourth Street, uh-huh. I would say diverse there. Every all of these restaurants have something that's not. It's not Mexican. It's it's Spanish. It's uh, Californian. It's mm-hmm. especially like Cali style over mm-hmm. at. Um, mercado but Mm -hmm. it's evolved into something very american infused Mm -hmm. so you know from brisket to the the cuban flavors and accents i even believe that there's maybe some honduran Mm -hmm. accents in there as well so it's just where that comes from where i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i
0: I forget how to say pete's last name so that's
1: that's where all of that is and it's all such a a mix, but it's so well blended. There's even a Cuban sandwich over here at Cantina. Mm-hmm. So uh, when people ask me what the food is, it's really, it's hard to explain. I try to break it down by style, not mm-hmm. by culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, okay. just, it's just not how it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When I get a craving for Mexican food, a lot of the times I'm going to go to Cantina. And there are, you know, you get into a whole, we, we've done a whole podcast segment last year on the word authentic Authentic. being used with food we hate
1: that word there's there was a training for that though so yeah yeah there's a media training why not to call something local i I won't get into it but there was an article that came out a couple years ago um by a very popular food writer oh we know what article yeah (laughs) everyone everyone knows what article but everyone became super sensitive and with the word local you couldn't say it anymore like well, it was well, very tampa. as
0: far as the source of the food. Yes.
1: source of the food, yeah, yeah. We're, we're
3: talking about the word authentic in the well, terms of Mexican.
1: Well, people were using authentic uh-huh. as a replacement for uh-huh. the word local uh-huh. So huh. it was being overused, right oversaturated. so mm-hmm. where you were looking for authentic Mexican, you were getting authentic Tampa and <laughs> so it it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't blended very well, but it was it was the replacement word. So you might be seeing a lot of it and it probably won't be going anywhere because there's nothing, no no one's come up with anything better. (laughs) Where
3: we see it most is in our our Facebook group used by our Facebook group members. Mm. They'll be like, oh, this is the most authentic Mexican i found. And we're like authentic to where? Because we had this whole discussion with Chris when Chris and Andy were here Mm -hmm. about authentic because there's so many different regions of Mexico.
0: You can't even really accurately say authentic Oaxacan food because Chris explained like, you know, there can be like six different neighborhoods within the town of Oaxaca that are going to have right. six different styles. We do say regional. Right. regional. That's something yeah, that yeah, we will yeah. say. I feel yeah. like that's fair. There you fair, go. You that's know? very fair. Yeah. Regional works. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell us before we have to go here, give us a rundown on what's going on. What's going yeah. on, yeah? You know? What's, what's, what's new, new
1: stuff? All right. So, uh I've been with the company for about 7 months and we had a lot of things to to tackle. We have new websites. We're kind of freshening up the menus, mm-hmm. which every restaurant should be doing seasonally. Yes. So that's just something that's standard. But right now we have a more uh, digital approach. We're very, very influencer and Instagram friendly. Um, that's the way of the future. That's how you get the message out. So that's what we've been focusing on. Mm-hmm. Digital world is where we want to be. PR is super important, but that is the realm of PR. Mm-hmm. It's just how the, we look at it. everyone look at us. We're media people. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's just the main focus this year. It's it's a new vision. Mm -hmm. And for a great concept, something that I truly, by the way, loved before I started with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Red Mesa has, I have a history there. Mm -hmm. I have so many great memories. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to be part of the future memories. So Mercado, we have big visions for Mercado. I can't say what they are, but there's something cool coming up.
3: Awesome,
1: Fourth um, Street, uh, the original store. Its new face is coming right now. You can drive by and see. We'll have some more seats outside. We're, you know, working on uh, possibly getting a liquor license. I was just yeah, gonna ask yeah. that
3: question. <laughs> I can't.
1: Uh, I can't say furthermore. But <laughs>
0: well, although the, the sangria margaritas are very good,
3: they, they are, are good. really they good. are good,
1: and we are known for our sangria bar there. It's mm-hmm. it's not just cool, but it's convenient. Mm-hmm. It is the best sangria bar I've seen because there's so much variety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's cantina, which honestly that beast, it's awesome. It's three stories of amazingness in that event space. Mm -hmm. I love the event space. It's so beautiful. Yeah. If you're not having your future wedding in the event space, you're just missing out. (laughs) It is a beautiful event space for sure. But that's where we are. We have every website will be tackled by the end of the year. Social media. If you don't love it now, like it, and just get to know the future of Red Mesa because it's headed somewhere.
3: Nice. And just so you all know, there are three levels of bars. Yes. Starting on the floor, that one was called. Uh,
1: the fr- so there are a lot of bars. Yes. Um, yes. Well,
3: there's one inside. One inside. And downstairs. The outside,
1: the outside bar is the Lucha Bar. Lucha Bar. Then we'll and, the and, the and then we move upstairs. Cantanita. And the And then DeSanto on the third floor rooftop. And then there is a secret bar inside of the event space <laughs> there for is. the special occasion, uh-huh. which yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, we actually had a lovely event there. It was it was very oh, nice. did you? We did. Thank oh, you. Oh, tell so me much. about that. <laughs> you it were was there. Okay. <laughs> it
0: was very nice, Tony Pilaro. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for yes. having me. This is exciting. Yes,
0: Everybody, check you. out all the Red Mesa locations.
3: Is there one particular website that houses all Actually,
1: that's a great question. We just launched this week, redmesagroup.com. There we go. Where you can buy gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: check out redmesagroup.com.
0: We will be right back.
2: This is
6: Christmas.
3: Welcome back to the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast. Our music segment, which showcases local artists, is brought to you by One Step Media and Kate Reuter. One Step Media provides management, marketing, and booking services to independent artists, and Kate herself is also a singer-songwriter. Today's musical guest is Kimmy Tortuga. Kimmy is an international singer-songwriter based in Tampa Bay. She began her musical journey with the piano at just five years old. Throughout the years, she learned how to play numerous musical instruments.
0: We will talk music and play Kimmy's song Inside the Ark after we talk food and grill her with the Fast Five Foodies questions.
7: Welcome to the show, Kimmy. Hi, thanks for having me. You ready for the Fast Five Foodies questions? I am, bring it. All right, here you go. What is your favorite food? Thai food, pad thai. I know it seems like, you know Oh, that's so predictable, but it's amazing to me. How predictable.
3: That's a very ever. good answer
0: actually. Yeah. I
7: love it so much. No <laughs> one has ever said that.
3: Really? And, uh, yeah. Yes. I don't
0: think so. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with
3: that. I mean we've that. gotten some crazy answers, but no one has never ever <laughs> said pad thai.
7: I love pad thai, it's great. You know what? Go pad thai. Uh, what's your least favorite food? Ooh, my least favorite food has to be coleslaw. Really? <laughs> yes. And why is that? It it's just weird. I don't know. Is could it could be a texture, texture thing. I don't know. It just seems like Most places that I've had it, they just don't do it well. They make it um, slightly too bland Uh, for it to, mm -hmm. you know, and tasty. Salt salt won't even help. No, yeah, salt usually is a cure-all, you know. Mm -hmm. But no. (laughs) What's your favorite restaurant in St. Pete? In St. Pete, my favorite restaurant in St. Pete. I should have been ready for that.
2: Um, (laughs) Let me
7: think. I really like Iberian rooster. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
7: they have some good food
0: there. They have a nice, eclectic exactly. mix of food. Yes. They do
3: not have pad thai, though. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite place to get pad thai? And this is not on the normal question, so just wondering. Chiang Mai. Really? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We have heard they're good, I and mean, we've never been there. Yeah. It's the roundabout yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting, oh. right?
0: Yeah. Okay. And there's like We have something new on our list. <laughs> yes,
7: do it, do it. And the <laughs> Thai women in there are so nice, and they're just like... You can tell they know what they're doing,
6: (laughs) you know. Okay.
7: Uh, Salt or pepper? Pepper. Okay. And can you cook? Oh, yes. And what can you cook? I can cook. Almost anything. If I fail at it once, what's your favorite <laughs> thing? <to make>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> My favorite thing to cook is pollo asado. So just roasted oh, chicken. Asado, nice, nice, mm-hmm. very nice. Yeah, it's one of those like I feel basic cooking dishes that like you need to know, or you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. life isn't worth living. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have failed in that department, but I'm sure Kevin could cook it. <laughs> oh, you guys can totally do it. <laughs> All okay. you need is an oven, some chicken, and some vegetables. There. There,
0: there you, you go. go. <laughs> so Kimmy. Yes. You learned piano at the age of five. I did. Then clarinet and other wind instruments at twelve, mm-hmm. and at twenty-one, you taught yourself to sing and play both the ukulele and guitar. Yes, sir. So you're kind of a slacker.
7: A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So are are you all self-taught, or did you have some lessons?
7: Well, with the guitar, I am the guitar and the ukulele. I am self-taught. I mean the drums, the violin, which I'm not a good violin player. I, you know, I can carry a tune, but don't put me, you know, <laughs> with right. the big rollers. Don't yeah. sign you up for
0: the orchestra, but you can do some. Yeah, jam. I,
7: I can fiddle around. So, um, but yeah, so no those. No pun things. intended. <laughs> 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 I was hoping that would slide. Or that. <laughs> it, um, uh, but yeah, so those types of things, yes. But for clarinet and those other wind instruments, mm. I had um, an incredible teacher in middle school, Mr. Snyder, and cool. then the others, you know in high school that came along um so but that's why i have been able to you know teach myself other instruments because mm-hmm. i have that strong music theory totally background. Oh, that's cool that's yeah. awesome i actually play clarinet in middle school too <gasps> b flat for life <laughs> Be flat for life that's awesome <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna I get that, that tattooed on me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot, a lot of times in these interviews i bring up some music theory stuff and some people know it, some don't. Mm, yeah, and then then I feel bad that I brought it up. And so, oh, music
7: but, is like that, though. You know, it brings people that have different experiences with music together mm-hmm. in one place.
0: But usually, most of the clarinet players we have on are self-taught. Mm. They self-taught le- They, le- they learn, learn playing on the streets. Oh. I'm just kidding.
3: What the? I was, I was gonna like, say. I, I, don't was even, I don't even remember having a clarinet. Anybody that played clarinet before?
0: No, but I mean, it's common that you know that a lot of people teach themselves guitar and yes, yes. stuff like that. But yeah, usually clarinet. No. Yeah. Kevin's in quite the mode today. I see. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you've traveled all over the world playing playing live.
7: Not quite all over the world. I'd like to go to Thailand or to Asia at all. <laughs> okay, any, um, <laughs> anyone listening
0: that wants to send Kimmy to Thailand... Please,
7: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I, too, traveled all over with a live band, all over New Jersey. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> all over New Jersey. <laughs> uh, Lola, Lola is in the house. She's saying hi. She's it.
0: auditioning for vocals. I see. <laughs> I did I that. When I did that, it was in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> probably before you were born.
7: Well, I was born in 1990, so... 1990. Yes. Okay,
0: so anyone there that can do math now knows how old you are. Yes. So you had a new EP come out this past spring?
7: Uh, yeah, so this past spring, I believe it was... So it Mar- a, March uh, or April? Uh, it was March of prior, it was the last year. Um, oh,
0: oh, a year ago, yeah. spring. Okay, okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm not good with math or numbers. So.
6: <laughs> That's all right.
0: So <laughs> one of the songs on it that I really wanted to play... Has a very bad word in the title.
7: Ooh, it's my favorite of the three. And so, yeah, so we're not playing that one. Okay. But I'll, I'll give
0: our listeners a hint. It starts with an F. Okay. And the next word is you. <laughs> oh. So, when we're off mic, I want to know who that song's about. You know, um, I've
7: always said my favorite F word was food. <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
0: So, the song we are going to feature is titled Inside the Ark. Yes. And it features Justino Lee Walker on lead guitar. Yes. He was the very first interview we did when we started this a year ago, two weeks ago. So he was on early September. He was on episode one.
7: That's awesome.
0: And it was our very first interview. And it's still one of my favorites because he's just a crack up. He
7: is. He (laughs) has like no filter. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It was fun.
0: So that's pretty cool. So Inside the Arc, what is it about?
7: So that has to do with a lot of things. It's kind of several ideas into one short, compact phrase, I guess. So the arc references bamboo, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you guys can imagine, because bamboo is very flexible. You know, Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. bend it over all the way to the ground and it won't snap because Mm -hmm. it's that flexible. So I went through a period in my life where I studied Taoism quite regularly and um, heavily because I needed to, I felt like. Personal responsibility, for, like for our behavior, our actions, is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. very important. So Taoism mm-hmm. kind of helped me focus in on my you know intentions and these types of things, and um, and especially my reactions to other people when they do things that maybe aren't fair or mm. you know what have you. Mm-hmm. So Taoism um, teaches you to be flexible, like bamboo, but also strong enough to not you know break yeah, inside break, the arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. So that's what that's about,
0: and. Before we get into the song, let's tell people where to find you online. Okay. On Facebook, it's Kimmy Tortuga Music. So K-I-M-I, Tortuga, mm-hmm. like the island kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I won't even spell it. Music. I <laughs> won't spell that either. And then the website is KimmyTortuga.com. Yeah. So inside the arc, it's in the key of C. Yes. And it starts on a C and then goes to an A minor. Correct. And I'm not sure, which, I don't remember which chord came next. I was doing this kind of fast. But I think somewhere in there we have a D minor, an F major 7, and a G.
7: No D minor.
0: No D minor. Okay. No.
7: Nope. It's uh, just C, A minor, F, G, Right. Yep, mm-hmm. okay, so yeah okay yeah just it. cross off that d minor one Yeah. yeah no D minor.
3: <laughs> and kimmy you wanted to mention um an event that you're going to be playing at
7: oh right yes uh, it's exciting actually november 30th um at 3 p.m i'll be playing with larue nicholson at the shopapalooza event at Fenway park and they're having some um food events that type awesome. things yeah vendors Perfect. and such so. food
0: and music the two things we love
7: right yes exactly. so mark, anything else mark
0: that on your calendar everybody say the date again
7: November 30th at 3, at 3
0: p.m. At 3 p.m., right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Here we are with Kimmy Tortuga and Inside the Ark.
6: Your first words and me were quite a agree To the rioting within my heart I saw your name in light To which you had all the rights And I had not a thing from the start like when we took each other's hands and made a bond or That it'd be together always and me up You know you made a liar out of me yeah. Cause nothing is ever guaranteed And I changed The frailty of the God leave with the wind But do not break inside Break inside the ark Cry. They look at me with pity, guilt and shame I've you love my mind, but no need to remind We can't even recall the other's name. Like when we took each other's hands and made a bond Let it be together always enemy. You made a liar out of me yeah. Cause nothing is ever guaranteed And i change. And I'm ashamed it had to end that way But it worked out for the best Cause now my soul can rest In the arms of flexibility Like when we took each other's hands and made a bond And let me be together all
0: Comments on last week's show, Marilyn Hett says, Brian Longstreth has done so much for the revitalization of St. Pete, especially in the Central Avenue area. Congratulations. Nice to celebrate. I think she means in the Grand Central District, which uh, there's a lot of stuff on Central Avenue in that area. New items on stpetersburgfoodies.com include five must-try healthy food spots in St. Petersburg. Get that, healthy food spots. Number two, we have a new review on Grassroots Cava House. And third, we have a new review on the Birch and Vine, titled The Birch and Vine Revisited, Brunch, Lunch, and Dinner. On next week's podcast, we have Jeremy DeClue from Cassis.
3: And that's a wrap for this episode of the St. Petersburg Foodies Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening.
3: Thanks to our guests, Tony Pilaro
0: and Kimmy Tortuga.
3: And thanks to our sponsors,
0: The Brass Bowl Kitchen & Juicery,
3: Pacific Counter,
0: Salty Jays,
3: Club Saver,
0: Booyah Ramen, and, and Engine, Engine Number, Number Nine. 9. Our announcer is Candice Aviles from Meet the Chef and Channel 10 News. And our theme music is provided by the Chris Walker Band.
3: We'd like to remind you to check out all the latest restaurant reviews, foodies news, top 10 lists, and updated happy hours on stpetersburgfoodies.com.
0: Please give us a rating and review on whichever app you're using to listen to the show. And remember to share the show with your foodie friends. Until Until next time, time, may your food be hot
3: and your bubbly cold.
6: I'm hungry. Let's get a taco.